0: For joining
1: us. Oh, Carbs. I know, I know, I did it again.
0: Welcome back to Me, Myself, and I. We are going to be reading A Court of Mist and Fury, and this is chapters 29 through 40. I am Hannah slash Spuds. Sam Swags. Sam Swags.
1: And I am Carbs. Let's get into it.
0: (laughs) Someone wanna ask me where you left off? Hey, Sam Swags. Sam Swags, Sam Swags, where did we leave off in our last episode?
2: Great question, Hannah. Thank you for Swags. asking. <laughs>
0: Great
2: Swags. Do it right.
0: <laughs> okay, Sam Swags, where did we leave off in episode five? Well, Pharaoh finally got
2: to visit the city of Valaris, which is the city that was untouched by Amarantha during her 50 year reign. We start learning about Pharaoh's mind flickering, kind of diving into that and which High Lord it comes from. We get to him fully meet Rhys Sands' inner circle, also known as the Court of Dreams. Mm-hmm. The Bat
0: Boys were introduced. I love the so Bat we Boys. Love <laughs> Who's everyone's favorite bat boy? Cassian. Cassian. I didn't even have to think about it. Wait, wait, wait.
1: wait. Who's everyone's
0: favorite bat boy? Cassian! Cassian.
2: (laughs) I mean, Asriel. I I like Asriel a lot
0: too. Blackberry kill Cassian, Reese, and Asriel.
2: Kill Asriel.
1: No, I would kill Resand. Are you kidding me? Like,
0: Wait, you kill- hang on. let me think about this cuz I don't know if I would marry Cassian. I would marry
1: Azrael.
2: He's quiet, what? he keeps
0: to himself, he's independent.
2: I don't know if I'd marry or fuck Cassian or Resand.
0: I would kill Resand because yep. whatever. What? <laughs> what? I don't know if I would marry Cassian or I would marry Azrael, but I feel like I would fuck Cassian. But marry Azrael, because I feel like he's husband material. Yes. <laughs> anyway, what would you do? Well, you're Pharaoh I feel like, I feel you, would like Mary... you
1: would marry... I feel like you would marry
2: He's kind of moody. He oh, is moody. Little... T- I don't
0: want to be stuck with that. Which is I, why I, I, I would kill
2: wanna... him. <laughs> 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 but that's what I'm saying. Do I have the patience to deal with Cassian's Joking. tomboy fury? F- like, no, that's not... why you just fuck
0: him. Yeah. And then you marry Azrael, who's husband material. He's
2: husband material. <sighs> Not to me, because
0: so he's too quiet? quiet. I don't know. I'm t- I am can not decide between
2: Reesand or Cassian.
0: You wouldn't kill Reesand.
2: I would kill Azriel. <gasps> I'm over it. Azriel's no. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too much. This is why we like the same music?
0: Trigger warning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are out here
0: killing
1: Reesand, and he's the. Lead I'm, in sorry, book. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reesand. I apologize, but compared to Cassie and Azra, I think he's so lame.
0: Yeah, he's kind of boring. Like, he doesn't really joke around. He's Mr. Move, but the other boys kind of have a sense of humor that Mm -hmm. I feel like Reesan doesn't have, and I'd love to joke around. See,
2: Azra's just as moody to me as Reesan. I
0: think he's just quiet. He's a little introvert.
2: I like that he's moody. like (laughs) But Reesan's moody too! No, it's
0: different. It's It's different.
1: different. different. Why am I getting ganged up on this? I think it's because because Reesan's a slightly more explosive and whereas Azrael's this like composed anger, like it's like everything's boiling under the surface, and you just wanna—he's
0: a shadow singer.
1: Make
2: something
0: with it. I, there's so many other
2: book boyfriends that do that better for me. That yeah. like that's part of it. I can get like my moody simmering like Toucher and Diamond anywhere else. Like asriel's not it for me.
0: Okay, if you had to choose one, who would you choose, Cassie?
2: Yeah. Cassie. <laughs> Like, coming from the nest of this tree. I surprised
0: If I
1: had to pick one of the three. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to stick with Asriel. I'm oh going to stick gosh. with that. She's yeah. such an Elaine. <laughs> She's
0: such an Elaine. You
1: guys are my least favorite people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> let me submit.
0: <laughs> that leaves me with Resand. All right. And it you wanted not it anyway, have You can take the explosive moodiness. I oh. mean. I feel like you could be the tamer to his brat
1: hmm He does have it's a friend. Because
0: you are very much Feyre. You are a tamer.
2: <laughs>
0: tamer of all the wild beasts. We- so, Tame me! Uh, for the record, we all do. T- <laughs>
1: you record. know our parents are
2: going to listen to this, right? Oh, I'm so Who's sorry. Whose parents,
1: not mine? <laughs> I Mama they still don't know how to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that Hannah right how my dad was putting the hashtags at After. the end of the words <laughs> and he would just like capitalize it and he just and he thought instead of doing the at symbol he would just capitalize the name so no one told him. <laughs> know Honestly probably for the better. Well yeah because he's like tweeting at Trump and shit and, <laughs> and he just wrote Donald J Trump.
2: Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag.
0: Oh my God, I missed you guys.
2: <laughs> all right. So anyway, now that I've been ganged up on for my
0: preferences in the fuck Mary Kill category, we love you so much. Hey, someone's got to take one for the team. Yeah, and you did it. And you did uh, it. Uh, you guys can fight team. over. You know Azrael. I can what? Oh, two swags.
1: Thank you. <laughs> From the bottom of my uterus. <laughs> Thank you. vagina. Not, sure, <laughs> not gonna say hard. It's like all the way up here. I'm an like, idiot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, hang on. Let's let's really gender bend. Up. Fuck oh. Mary. Kill the girls. Oh, Farah and
0: Nesta. more. She's such a binge. no, no, no. Oh. no, no, no the court, oh. court of
2: dreams. Oh, Pill I don't like Amrin. You know what? And we can talk about this in. Book I right? <laughs> think I would kill more.
0: <gasps>
1: what? I haven't decided. Why. No. She just. I don't know. Like she just gets under my skin sometimes. What? Why? I don't. Oh, I love more. I think I yeah. I would fuck Amryn, and I would probably marry thera She's pretty even.
0: I guess. Cause Thayra's an independent woman. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I need
1: someone who's gonna do her own thing. More sometimes annoys the shit out of me. She's
0: also she totally drags Cassian and Azrael along. lot. Well, I, I, like I can't. I
1: yeah. can't be with someone who plays games. I, I'm. That's you I'm know worried. what?
0: That's true. Because at least you know Amryn might be a bitch, but at least she's straightforward. I feel like she would be really good in bed. Fuck you know her. what? <laughs> I'm with you. I would. I, I would murder. More, I would fuck Amarin mm-hmm. and then I would Mary marry
2: Farah. You'd have to, that's the only one left. No, I would kill Amarin, fuck more, marry Farah.
0: But we're all marrying the same person. More plays so many games that I wouldn't even be able to fuck her.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, you would think you had, but you hadn't. We have to save this conversation for book three because so I can go. Right, and now I know why because I've read book three, so I know <laughs> what you know,
2: and you know that I know what you know. <laughs> We will that conversation and why I don't like. I actually have people from every single Sarah J. Mass series that I hate.
0: We should rank them.
2: Of how wanna... who we hate the most? Yeah.
0: Who's your favorite Sarah J. Mass character?
2: Uh, I can't decide. Um, because you've read all real... the books. Oh, you say yours first. I can't decide. Lorcan. Oh, <laughs> Lorcan. He's uh, in
0: front of glass. I, oh, I was contemplating.
2: Okay, male, female, and then couple.
0: Oh, oh! if it's couple, then it's Lorcan and the lead for me. And then he yeah, would be my favorite.
2: I think, yeah, I don't think they do it for me in at the ACOTAR series. I think I prefer more of the Throne of Blast characters. Bryce might be one of my favorites.
0: I love Bryce. Females.
2: I think Rowan might be my favorite male.
0: Mm, he's, oh, that tattoo.
2: Which one? We love them all. <laughs> And then, couple. It's gotta be someone from Throne of Glass. I just can't. I like, I literally love that every single couple from Throne of Glass. I can't commit.
0: I think my least favorite character, I'm so sorry, is Hunt. Really? Yeah. Unpopular opinion. I thought he became really boring in book two.
2: My least favorite is probably Therian
0: from Crescent City. Are you surprised that my least favorite isn't Kale? I love Kale!
1: (laughs) See, I have a red throne class, oh. so maybe I should stay out of oh. this discussion because I have a whole series of characters that I can't pick from. You know what? We'll do what's
0: your Calendary. hot take? Favorite couple so far, least in favorite in so far what we've read from Akatar. You
1: know, I don't like anybody.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just all
1: <laughs> <laughs> that thinking for that. I really like Elaine. Um I think sh- I think I sh- <laughs> I I do like Elaine a lot. Least favorite
0: on. What? Damn.
1: I I understand why Tamlin is the way he is. Like I empathize with him, but I Can I just say Amarantha? She's like the worst human being ever written. Yeah, probably that, and then, I don't know, like, I always love Sarah J. Moss's, like, little side characters, like, the fires, what's her freaking name, in Crescent City,
0: but I don't think there's a lot of oh, little- Oh, the fire sprite. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, a lot of little tiny- Lahaba. La Haba. Yeah.
1: You know what? I'm gonna say the bone carver's my favorite. <laughs> you know what? Honestly,
0: that is such a cool character.
1: It really? That- tr- Truly.
0: Sorry. <laughs> She's got something in her eye. And I think it's in my contact. Don't cry. Okay. Don't cry. Two tissues in here. Actually, you know what? My favorite character so far in the series, before, because I hated Nesta up until this point, I'm only saying that because I know her from uh, Silver Flames, Mm -hmm. but if I were to go back in time and gauge it from this point that we've gotten to in the podcast, my favorite character would probably be the Surreal.
2: Yeah, Surreal's a mess Because it's... uh,
0: I love the pettiness of it.
1: hmm
2: I love
0: more.
1: My favorite couple, hands down, is Cassie and Anessa. I know that right now in the book, they haven't really, like, done much of anything. Pretension. But it's, like, it's totally Pride and
0: Prejudice energy right oh, up wait, in there. Oh, I actually
2: have a bookmark in here for a bonus chapter that's really fun between Cassie and Anessa that happens in this book.
0: All right, so now that we went down a whole spiral...
2: From that rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> um, so we finally got to meet the Court of
2: Dreams, and we got a lot of backstory um, and context for Cassian's upbringing and Azrael's upbringing specifically. And that's when Rhysand uh, kind of drops the Highburn War to Feyre and the rest of the court. Because he kind of offered her a job, if she wants to stay in the night court away from Tamlin. She accepts. Are we surprised?
1: No. <laughs> Sorry. Like, are we where to, else is she going to go? We're probably supposed to drag that out a minute or two.
2: <laughs> so then one of their first missions is going to visit the Bone Carver.
0: The Bone Carver is in the jail for yeah. all of these heinous beings. Mm-hmm. Of, I don't even know. What do we even call them? Not beings. They're just like in trouble. They're was <laughs> entities almost yeah. cuz some of them aren't even human Hume. or fae. Yeah,
2: they're,
0: they're just, just monsters. Amarons.
2: Yeah, Am- a whole bunch of Amrings <laughs> that are not of this world. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what we learn about Amrin is that she's not fae, she's not human, she is like otherworldly. She doesn't eat food.
0: That is such a crazy concept to me. Mm-hmm. That That's she's very just weird. she's from a different world cuz like I don't know how when I view world I already feel like it's so vast, and so the fact that she comes from a completely different world, my brain sometimes can't comprehend what that concept is.
1: I mean, I can't comprehend the moon sometimes, like, like but no, I, I totally get what you're saying, because you think about all the different cultures and views and beliefs and values we have, even on our planet alone, to think of another that has food sources and beliefs. And
0: well, when someone says world, I don't even think of just our planet. I think of our whole universe. Mm-hmm. And when she says she comes from a different world, I'm imagining that she's coming from a different universe. Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like I don't really understand that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not supposed to. I don't know. I'm just, but a me virus on a rock curling through space. Mm-hmm. Talking about books. Talking about books. That other viruses wrote. Made of trees. <laughs> 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 anyway. So
2: they go to the Bone Carver, they do the Weaver's Cottage, we lo- had a little more insight about Ianthi and Rhysand and their backstory and how Ianthi... Actually, no, Ianthi's the worst character. You know what? But you know yes. what? Yes! She's worse than Tamlin.
0: I oh, can hate that. Oh image. my god, okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Ianthi... Tamlin, Amarantha. No,
1: I refuse. I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing this game. If you had to, Amarantha,
2: kill Ianthi. I guess I'd marry Tamlin. Really, I'd kill Tamlin.
0: I want not Ianthi, nowhere near. You me. know what? <laughs> I might be on the same page.
1: Um, I have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, don't like being on the opposite you know, side now, do we? See, my thought is I really don't want to come anywhere near Amarantha if I have to avoid because she's just awful. Like I couldn't even be but in the same presence. Clearly her.
2: Amarantha has a sex drive. Yeah, I so, like so does Ianthe.
1: She's just but, manipulative.
2: But I know that Amarantha's the worst. Ianthe is like, look how
1: sweet I am. I think I'd kill Amarantha and fuck Ianthe. You know and, what it and is and I marry Tamlin.
0: At least with Amarantha. Part of my womanhood appreciates the fact that she was able to be a boss bitch and dominate. And I have a sliver of respect. Not a lot, but I'm like, the bitch got what she wanted, you know? And Anthe's like a full on snake. She's a, she is a snake. There is,
1: yeah, there are talents to be appreciated in Amarantha. Yeah. I mean, like she did just go behind Hybern's back and did whatever she wanted. A-Wall. Queen
2: Elizabeth II. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, rest in peace. Uh, oh. Hey, <laughs> so. you
2: got it, take it. Yeah. Uh, but after that, where do we leave off? Well, the last thing down. that
1: happened was she sent a letter to oh. Tamlin. Can we just start calling him Tampon from now on? Okay, yes. fine. So she sent a letter to Tampon, and um, it was a breakup note. She's like, I'm not coming bye, back.
0: Bye, bye, bye. bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not coming back. I don't like you anymore. No No offense. Thank you for everything. Bye. And then, yeah, and that's where we left off is, is her saying bye to Tamlin forever. I mean, so we think, I guess. <laughs> forever. 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 <laughs> <ever>. forever. <laughs> and I think we talked about the breakup a little bit, but how do you think, I mean, I know you know, but how do you think Tamlin will respond to this?
0: Not well. Oh my gosh. Like He's
2: clearly an explosive, got an explosive anger personality
0: to him. He's such an abusive person.
2: hmm I don't like him. Mm-hmm. And overtly so. It's not even manipulative at this point. Like, I don't ever think it was. He just... I can't put my finger on it.
0: He's like one of those abusive people that you always keep coming back to because he has small good sides to him that you're like, oh, I deserved this, what he did to me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, you're just an asshole tampon. Or had
2: enough trauma to him that you can excuse the reaction to things instead of taking ownership for what needed to be fixed in his life.
0: Yeah. To overcome it.
2: I think Tamlin, for me, is is difficult just because he does validate
1: even all the bad stuff that he does, and he comes at it with a lot of rationale, even though it's not appropriate. Like, it comes from a place of fear and abuse and all these other very negative things, but in his mind, he's rationalized his actions. It almost
0: makes it worse, though, because yeah. then you kind of have a consideration for him. You can't <sighs> talk through it,
1: you know? Like, no matter, like and that's what Faver, we saw Favour dealt with. Like, she's begging him, like, please... I want to go with you. I want to be a part of this. I like, can do this. I, I can tell do you. this. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm keeping you safe. I'm preventing this. And, you know.
0: You know what I really hate about him? I hate that he saw an independent woman and made her dependent. And, like, could not handle the fact that she was an independent woman. And that's what he loved about her. And then the moment he had an independent woman, he did not like that she was independent. And could not believe that she could do stuff on her own. And that drives me crazy Mm -hmm. just because I am sure we all get this on a personal level like (laughs) sorry we're getting a little deep on the podcast Mm -hmm. but um yeah like every guy wants an independent woman until they get it and then it's like oh I don't know what to do with this can Mm -hmm. you be a little more dependent Mm -hmm.
1: on me Mm -hmm. yep well I think that's why these books are so great or these types of series are so great is they do shed light on the fact that women do get underestimated and don't rise to the occasion because the people around them just don't expect them to and they just keep them around because they think they're not good at things, you know? But it's
0: crazy when she's proven that she is. Yeah. She's proven that she's an independent woman and she can handle her shit. I think it's
1: more pride than than just keeping her safe than anything else. I
0: think that there's this weird attraction that men have towards independent women and then... They get and it. They almost, like, want to tame them, in a sense.
2: Or I think they see that and they want to be taken care of by proxy. Like, I think it's more of a subconscious thing. Because I just can't get it out of my head that men just want women that take care of them. They want mother figures in their lives once they're
1: adults. Oh, so you what you're saying mm-hmm. is that because she's independent, it kind of it herself. advertises her as a person who can be nurture. it. Oh, my God. It's interesting.
0: And they complain when we have daddy issues. I know, right? Where do the daddy issues come from? The men. So you think, like, do you think that when Tamlin
1: proposed and brought her back to his place and stuff, it was because his expectation was that
0: she would soothe him from after everything that happened? Probably, because she would be handling all the stuff in the home base, you Mm -hmm. know, like being the pretty little wife in the castle. Okay. Yeah. That's so interesting. I never thought about it like that.
2: That, Yeah. I just, yeah, I think there's something subconscious that men want someone that can maintain a specific lifestyle.
0: You know, I would kill Tamlin.
2: <laughs> I could get back. I, was like, I changed my answer. I <laughs> keep
0: the bitches alive. Which one would you marry then? Amarantha. No Yeah. Amaranth, I wouldn't have to take care of because she can take care of herself and she might be a little manipulative, but hey, get your money, girl.
1: I was uh I was listening to a podcast, let's get meta here. A podcast for <laughs> the podcast. And they were talking about roles in the households and mm-hmm. how women they always see like cleaning and these sort of tasks to maintain a household as an expectation. Whereas men see it as a they said a wish. But it's like a suggestion. I don't think that was the right wording of it. But like how we can come at the same thing with very different views about it because of our upbringing and our culture. But um yeah, that was just something I was going to connect up. We can, we don't have to keep that in. I that just was, wanted to share that with you. That was so meta of you. Yeah,
2: it was super meta. Sarah has meta thoughts. There we go. Now, on to the actual chapters that we're supposed to be talking about.
0: We <laughs> read chapters 29 through 40. The favorite part that happens
2: very early on in this chapter, it's just sand and Pharaoh walking back from their night out around Valaris, her getting a taste of the city, And Farah hears some music in the background and pieces together that it's the music that she heard when she was under the mountain. It's so cute. (laughs) So then she realizes that Rhysand sent it to her as a way to prevent her from, quote unquote, breaking and having like an absolute meltdown as she was, you know, Amarantha's uh, subject Mm -hmm. and prisoner. And then Farah also goes into detail about how she also physically saw the Moonstone Palace, too. But Resan swore that he never sent it to her. That that was not part of what he was doing in that moment. And I think that comes back into play later that we will talk about in a later
0: section. Do you think
1: someone else sent her that image? Or... Nope. Nope? Okay. She just manifested a moon palace? (laughs) I can't say what my theory is just yet because it'll ruin it. right. alright alright I mean I don't really know anyone else with mind power so he could be lying <laughs> <I> <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> mean, that's fair too that's you know. a valid perception because you life. know he's done it before <laughs> It's kind of part of his shtick is yeah, uh, manipulating like, minds. like whatever so mm-hmm. I mean he could just be lying gaslighting her that's not a
0: great start but that's why I'd kill him <laughs> <laughs> just so I know with resand. sand so I always get on tampon for this the flip of the switch Rhysand's kind of not saying why. Just a little more, like, passive.
2: I don't know. I feel like Rhysand is always playing a game. Like, there's always a motive behind it, whether you agree with it or not. Tampon just does it because he can do it. Okay, I, I can like get behind difference. That. as we continue to learn, he's always kind of playing a game. There's, there's always a couple moves ahead with everything he does. So he reacts to things a certain way. To continue to get his means to his end. You know but what he's usually he does, for the greater
0: good? He does what my psychiatrist tells me you're not supposed to do. You attach your emotions to your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, resammy's Ther- therapy? <laughs> Who yes.
2: would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, Nobody's five, gonna know. 500
1: years old and he hasn't sorted out his <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. We piece that together, but then one of the things as uh, Farrah starts working with Resand and the inner circle, as they're so lovingly called, she starts working out, building up those muscles mm-hmm. from her starving, withering self in the spring court. She starts training with our favorite, mm-hmm. Cassian. More like assian, am I right? <laughs> because that ass ass. (laughs) I I should elaborate (laughs) continue (laughs) so during this time Asriel's also working hard trying to find a way to infiltrate the human realm trying to get in contact with the mortal queens to try to get the other half of the book that they're looking for
1: Feyre is sort of coming to terms with her current situation
2: it's the first time she's decided to start processing right right from under the mountain into the situation she's currently in how she got here
1: yeah and her somewhat dysfunctional relationship with tamlin i love
0: you said somewhat (laughs)
1: like a lot (laughs) I like how Rhysand introduces her to darkness in a way that's calming and
2: meditative, I guess. Yeah. This is the start of Sarah J. Mass in general, as we'll see throughout the series, really bringing attention to physical health and mental health being connected. Yeah. So I think it's really important that Feyre has this epiphany while she's finally working it out. Cassian, I mean, I love my boy, but he's not very tactful. And his response was like, you gonna tell us about that letter you sent Tamlin? <laughs> oh my gosh. I I love that man so much. He's so clueless.
0: That's why we would come and never marry him. Right.
2: That's just
0: But we know that I like
2: to fix
1: broken things. Mm-hmm. So,
0: is he broken enough? I don't know. I Andrea mean, broken, broken isn't
1: the same thing as like missing parts. Like <laughs> 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 like brain cells. hey but he's not missing
0: the one part that matters <laughs> that one
1: part that matters yeah if you but if you think with
2: it you're not very smart so okay but ice will stand by the fact it gets referenced later in the series but i'll bring it up now cassian's not the biggest wingspan i will
0: die um, on that hill it's not as I will is it measured
1: is, like do, does that happen
0: and like, it's joked about it's joked about but he totally has the biggest wingspan
2: 100% it's not he's got as that Ill. big
0: wingspan ego <laughs> you know what i mean big wings yeah, energy <laughs>
1: What would that be, like, B-W-E? B-B- Big B-B- Wing Energy? No, wait, no,
0: B-B-W-E. What's the second B for? Bat Boy Wing Energy. Ah, <laughs> I love
2: okay. Bat Boy Wing Energy. I guess that's true. Not everybody has Welcome wings. Welcome to the B-B-W-E. <laughs> we, sh- we should coin that every time we read a new series. Like, that should just be the threshold. Do they have Bat Boy Wing Energy? No. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> Shortly after she'd says, start unpacking her trauma after, you know, Cassian's tactless questioning of her, Rhysand finally gets word from the summer
0: Corps with oh, my favorites. So it makes me so sad what they do. Like, yeah. why? He was such a good guy. Uh re-listening to
2: it in preparation for this, it just hurt I all know. over like, again. Like, they
0: could have changed tactics at any time.
2: And Pharaoh wanted to. He was so clearly genuine. And, like, resan clearly saw himself in him. Why couldn't Re-San just,
1: like, be honest about it? And then if he was mean about it, just go into his mind and know, switch right? some things around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I'm gonna tell you why we're doing this, but then I'm gonna erase it from you for your own protection. No problem, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, probably should have. Have explored some different avenues before we decided on this. They well, definitely
0: did not work smarter. They yeah, tartar. they worked harder, for sure.
2: Rae logic behind it, I can understand him wanting to play it close to the chest because there are so many questionable people. We don't know where anyone's alliances are at this point, but I feel like it falls flat in this scenario. Everyone is still rebuilding. Tarquin has not been in power very long at this point. He's just a baby. He's I just, just a baby. Ba- a baby at 80 years old. (laughs) Um, so I think you know he's so young he's so eager he's trying to come into his power he just wants to be part of the clique man I mean that would have been the perfect time to like mold him like he clearly and it would not be molding because he already had those intentions it's not like it would be a manipulative thing
1: So part of the reason why I don't like Re-San is he is a textbook (laughs) self-sabotager. Like, a thousand percent. Because I agree with you. Everything was in place so that Re-San could make a better decision. But because of his past history, kind of his perceptions of what people think of him he's the dark king of the north or whatever wherever the hell he's from, from. Um, i don't remember all the names there's a lot to remember with sarah J. Austin. I i know that affects him because we kind of see that throughout the series is how like people's perceptions of him really tear him down so he just does not trust anybody he's gonna do things his way or the highway because it's either he does it, or it's not done right. And, and he's just a self-sabotager. it's just
2: so interesting that he's so willing to let Farah come into the fold. That it's been the inner circle and just them functioning for so long, with shouldering everything, that he just, like, lets her in. Almost immediately.
1: Well, and, and you said, uh, you were informing me about thresholds. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Window-
0: windows of tolerance. Yeah, windows thing. of tolerance. Or you... You have a window of tolerance. It's almost like this box. And I don't remember what the specific terms are. I can put it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But you reach a certain point of tolerance. And the moment that you cross that line, it's just constant self-sabotage. And you react very, like, brashly.
1: Mm -hmm. And my thought was, well, Re-San has been Amaranthus whore. He's been reviewed as all these things. He literally kept Valara safe. He kept his friends safe and, like, talked through their brain or whatever to prevent them from becoming part of the whole amarantha thing to keep them safe he did all of these things for the betterment of other people that putting Tarkin on his bad side is like a nick on his shoulder. It's okay to piss off Tarquin and not negotiate because everyone else hates him. He's already reached this path. What's the point of of even trying? I think that's like you said, I I think that's a big reason why he self sabotages and why like he wouldn't even consider bringing Tarquin in as, as a collaborator.
0: I just had a realization that you brought up Tamlin that not only was Tarquin kind of like a smaller pawn but because he's so close to the, the spring court like they're back to back and they just generally have a better relationship or at least that's what Resan believes mm-hmm. maybe that's why he also kept him at a distance
1: well that was a big thing is when favor came in one of the first things, at least Crusader said which by the way I love the name Crusader, Crusader I'm gonna name yeah. all of my kids Crusader um, Crusader one
0: Crusader two Crusader three
2: <laughs> you're right Sarah she totally called her out And was like, if we're harboring a fugitive bride, we are obligated to return her. Mm-hmm. and held that, like, right off the bat, like, their first hour in the summer court. They're mm-hmm. dangling that, and Reese Henn's like,
0: excuse you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe I have a little more forgiveness for the situation. Right, I, it, it definitely,
1: like, it definitely drew that line in the sand of, like, just so you know, we could do this, and we are close with the spring court, But so. you know what, that was yeah. smart
0: of her, because that's a power move.
1: Yeah, oh, totally.
0: Because clearly she knows that they want something from them. Like, yeah. she might not know what exactly, but... Having that chest move to be like, hey, we're not just some pawn you can throw us around. One with
2: such an untrained new high lord. She doesn't want they, people to take advantage of her brother, I think.
0: Good for her. And a big
2: sister. But yeah, that, that brought up an interesting question. And to see Rhysand get super protective of Pharaoh. we love. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we love to see it. It's fine. Touch her and Diana, on team. We're a we, sucker for.
1: We definitely got a little hint of jealousy because... I know- so much jealousy! Oh. Well, I think it started with Feyre and Tarquin talking, where she's like, you could be easy to fall in love it's, with.
2: She's like, you, you'd be easy to love and even easier to be a friend or something like that, is it the is phrase. So and we said, I like, I heard that!
0: Like- <laughs> She threw a shoe at me yeah. <laughs> when I helped her.
1: And then he's like, I guess Crusader, would she invite him to her room or she was just being super flirty? They were just
2: flirty. Tarquin has this big lavish boating event on the river of their beautiful little summer court town. So she's flirting up with Tarquin, trying to like get a, a you know, make um, a good presence with him. And Rhysand is over there flirting with Tarquin's sister, Crusada. It's the pettiness for me. Oh, <laughs> yes. And Farah just, like, walks out. She gets, it like, a, a day date with Tarquin to go look at all of their treasure troves trying to find the book to see if it's there. And Rhysand just completely ignores Feyre and is just completely flirting with the sister the whole time.
0: Well, in a reminder, she wants she wants to go touch and, like, see all this stuff because they believe because she was made, she can sense where the item is. Which mm-hmm. is what
2: she was doing yeah. the initial test at the Weaver with trying to find that ring.
0: So she's testing out her abilities, kind
2: of understanding how, like, the locks and mechanisms work throughout the kingdom to see if she can maybe
0: infiltrate it. Dude, what if Sarah J. Maas threw a total curveball in and Feyre and... Tarquin ended up together. That I'd it's kind of cute. I'd be if, cool with it. Because you know how she's so notorious for having like one love interest in her series and then putting another one in and so the first love is never the end game. Mm-hmm. What if she threw in a third one?
1: Well and Sarah J Moss is definitely a person like I knew that Talon wasn't going to work even in the first book because the first time they did it it was just like we did it and then it went on to the rest of the stuff. So
2: we're starting to see the heightened tension between Feyre and Rhysand and all of their flirting and pettiness and vera is also at this point realizing that she's kind of coming out of that pressure hole at the same time because of her relationship with Reese and we're trying to figure out what this relationship is like they're business partners he's really flirty borderline inappropriate HR would have been called in at oh, this point definitely um <laughs> he would not be a CEO of this company at this rate no nope. <laughs> or but- would he <laughs> <laughs> Fair. In America, he wouldn't be affected, obviously. They're clearly flirting. She thinks that he's just using it as a distraction for her to not be so in her head. But then when she loses it, she's like sitting there. I'm like, oh, I am kind of lonely. Oh, it's nice to feel feminine again. Being able to wear dresses without the expectations of being stuck at home party planning the rest of my life. She's kind
0: of finally... She's Hannah Montana. She has the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. At the she night does.
2: court. I like it. So She's kind of finally, I think... After, you know, the years of survival mode, the months of being traumatized and kind of being a, a round peg in a square hole, it's kind of like, oh, I do like girly things, but I can still be involved, and I am lonely, and maybe there is something here with Rhysand. And so I'm lonely. useful,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
2: I'm important, I'm, I'm valued. Mm-hmm. We love that for her
1: so much. I love that Rhysand pays her. I mean, like,
2: he really doesn't have to because he pretty
1: much provides everything for her, but yeah. he does it anyways. So, like, yeah. you know, it's... And it's all
0: equal pay. We know. We love that progressiveness. <laughs> for... Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
1: It's At least fine. it happens in fiction.
0: <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> Literally a fantasy novel. The most, like, fantasy aspect of this is it's the equal e- pay. E- <laughs> <laughs> Not even the wings, not like not, <laughs> not the magic
1: else. and like It is the
0: equal pay honey.
1: Person dying and then coming back as a fairy. No, equal pay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Farah is kind of stuck. It's pretty much all hinging on her at this point. They are there for weeks and weeks and weeks, and she's doing everything she can try to figure out where this book lives. Trying kind to of flirt with Tarquin. You know, Rhysand and Amorin are trying to drag out these meetings as long as possible, but they're getting kind of stale at this point. And then all of a sudden, during the tide, Farah sees this little house. That was covered by the ocean most of the time. They pieced together that that is where the book of breathing. I
0: love this scene. This scene is so epic to me because it's like two women going into this boat to save the day.
2: So or not
0: boat house (laughs) boat Boat house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Rhysand decides to stand guard, you know, with his big Illyrian bat Boy wings. He's so strong. <laughs> Save us, resand Well, he um, also
0: does his little mind trick stuff yeah. across most of the summer court, which is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. He's so powerful. Actually,
1: speaking of mind trick, we should talk about how... Feyre, yeah. yeah,
2: utilizes her Daimati De- abilities. Yeah. Her, you know, nosing around gets a little too, uh, them a little suspicious, and she is able to infiltrate... Tarquin's mental shields, thanks to her Daimati abilities that she has from Resan, but also by utilizing the little nugget of the summer court, too. Mm-hmm. And seeing
1: Pharaoh kind of tap into all these different abilities, um, and a big reason why this is important is because she sort of inhabited his essence. That's part of the reason why she could do the shape shifting into Tarquin. I mean, like, is doing. Some dope in yeah, this whole her, section, well, and
0: she has to keep it on the download because the other people they, they, don't, know. they don't know,
1: and she they can't know. How, and then would, she, they know? how would they know? would they're gonna know. <laughs> they're gonna know. <laughs> they know? They know? Sorry.
2: Oh, but yeah,
0: throughout this entire
2: section is resands when she wasn't training with Cassie and she was training with resand, exploring what abilities she's each taken from each court. So, you know, obviously, the easier ones to tap into is the night court when it comes to the Daimani abilities and the mind reading that she does with Rhysand. And she talks about this, because she asked him in this section, she's like,
1: is it because you're, because he's like one of the most powerful Mm -hmm. leaders of all time, up to date, something like that. She's like, so do you have more sway over my powers? And he's
2: like, potentially, yeah. So she's also unpacking, she's making little water animals. Cute. She, um, when she was training with Cassian, she burned through the sparring pads, which came from the autumn court. Mm Mm-hmm. Fall court. That's not a thing. fall court. <laughs> fall court. <laughs> fall court. in um, the water, court. <laughs> the water ability comes from the summer court. She's kind of exploring all those facets of her ability that Tampon never let her do. Feyre mm. and Amron are tasked with going into this little underwater sea shack while Reece and stands guard. They monitored all the guards, their routines, and they infiltrated. And Feyre is like. Blowing through all those she's doing a lot. She is. Yeah. And thanks to her essence from Tarquin. Yeah,
1: when she went into his mind she uses essence to shape shift into him because I guess like the lead door is to with, like keep in the power. Mm -hmm. So like she has to be of the summer core in order to get Mm -hmm. through
2: this door. Um, and so they only have a really small window of time yeah. to infiltrate before the tide comes back in. Mm-hmm. So they finally, like, get all the way to the bottom, they get to the book, and the book is like, you're not it. <laughs> you're not Tarquin. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and you're am. not my mom. <laughs> 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 they're around the book just long enough, and then the tide starts to turn. And it's literally, it's drowning them faster than they can imagine. As they're trying to climb stairs. With water rushing down, like I'm imagining, like Titanic level happening.
0: Oh, I did the same thing. It gave me so much
1: anxiety. It did. Yeah, that that whole section gave me so much anxiety. It's kind of cute because like Farah's holding Amra on her, like and like piggybacking, (laughs) and and Amra's like holding up the trying to like get through the door with her cool power siphon theme bobber that she does, and they are this close. To drowning. Ba, ba, ba. And that's when Beep. the water the, web, the webby water wraiths they come in they get them out they, they rip off the door
0: they and then she says get them
2: out of there our sister's debt is paid and, it, and they book it yeah. out there. And if you don't remember these are the water wraiths from the beginning that Farah saved from their tax from Tamlin. The tithe. Farah thinking that she's like flying through these doors and not setting off a single alarm Ray's hand's like I've been fighting for my life. But... Oh, I forgot about that. Yes yeah, so that's why they're like, where the hell's Resan? Why doesn't he realize we're drowning right now? And it's because he's literally fighting to save their secrets above the water. Mm-hmm. um He did bunch. not think he did not think because that job was gonna be that hard. He probably wouldn't have taken it. And he the other thing too
1: was there was something about that building which which. Diluted their bond, so he didn't even know they were in trouble. I think it was the metal. Yeah, it was the lead within it, mm-hmm. so it sort of like encapsulated her, where she like could not. They couldn't communicate through, through, the bo- through the bond. Yeah, yeah,
0: that scene was epic. Mm-hmm, it was it's... honestly that might be one of my favorite scenes in this book because it was so. like I don't know, It was just fun, and was it was like edge. I felt like a rush of adrenaline when I was reading. I was like, "Yeah, bitch, get the book," and then the book was like, "Nah, bitch." Don't take me. You're not, you're not my mom. You're not my mom. And then, flood. I don't know. It was just great. No,
1: it was a good. I actually was not expecting the race to at
2: least like. I don't know. Like I, I didn't think the I didn't think the karma was going to come that quickly. Well, also. I knew that it was going to pay off, and that's great. I was nice to see that gratification so soon. Mm-hmm.
1: I also didn't envision the race to be hanging out in the summer court.
2: How would they have known? That's fair. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand the logistics. Like, why are they paying Tamlin the tithe, but they're chilling? In the Summer Court. But I guess if they said sisters, so maybe they are, oh. they're just aware of just, like, like that overall, overall debt. Well,
1: yeah, I was just going to say, like, may- maybe maybe it is, like, a, a regional thing. Like, there's Summer Court, or, Ra- but there's all connected as a, like, it's all some giant like I could totally be thing.
0: off, but my understanding is that, like, the wraiths band together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't care about the court system. They don't care about mm-hmm. It's like a school of fish and, <laughs> when you,
2: when you look at That's so really cute. cute. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look, okay, and also like side note, when you look at the map of Prithian in the book, I genuinely think that the summer court is always on the right and the autumn courts on the left. whenever I look at a map and I realize I'm wrong and drives me crazy every time. Summer court is above the spring court to the left. I always think it's to the right. Mm. Can't stand it. Anyway, God. so, but when you're looking... Read
0: a map, Sam. I know. So,
2: when you look at the map, depending... I don't think they mark Tamlin's place, which is unfortunate. That would be really helpful. I mean, they have ocean space, and mm-hmm. it looks like where the summer court... What is that? Adriana? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very close to the spring court, so logistically that tracks. Yeah, depending yeah on absolutely. Where. We really don't know. Tamlin's town, like his house, we really don't know where that is. We know that it's got to be close-ish to the wall. Mm-hmm. But we have no context of what, like, it's, if it's a city, if it, like, what the community is. Like, there, there's never been a nave to it, is well, there? because
0: you never want
1: I always think
2: of it like a British, right.
1: like a British sort of village type well, thing. I mean, like, one big big house like and, the UK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, map A thousand per A thousand per se. I always <laughs> see, like, like, there's this one big... Manor house And there are all these Like cute little villages Around it Kind of like a Pride serfdom? and Prejudice spring. You know what It's a good series It's solid It's held through the ages Give me a break I've clip. never read it I've never read it Either But
0: like I <laughs> love like,
1: <laughs> I love the movies <laughs> She's seen every version Oh my oh yeah, god Carves <laughs> Such a horrible <laughs> fan
2: <laughs> I've read like half
1: Of Pride and Prejudice
2: so Sarah, what are the consequences of them um, f***ing over Tarquin? Well, Other
1: swags. than my sadness. oh Devastation. <laughs> so cringy, you know? I feel like Tarquin's, aside from Re-San, but I feel like at this point in the book we don't really trust a 100%, but I feel like Tarquin we genuinely feel as someone who wants to do good for Prithian and for making alliances and making it a better place. So that's why it hurts so bad. Yeah, so the dealio is they go back to the night court and they get a box of, uh, I think it's a dagger on top and it's a box of blood rubies.
2: They're like the size of chicken eggs. They're like, they're goose egg Mm
1: size rubies. Three of them. And the rule is, if you have committed a true crime against the summer court, what they do is they'll send you blood rubies to say there's a price on your head.
0: <laughs> we're gonna come. We're, go, we're gonna come get you. <laughs> Honestly, I like this part of it. I mm-hmm. think it's so cool that it's like you fucked me over. I'm gonna send a blood ruby to mm-hmm. you. I just, I just want you to know that I've got a hit out on you. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. mafia. Got yeah. <laughs> it.
2: Mafia it, it, is it is kind of mafia, isn't it? That is like
1: that's really like you're uh, something super expensive to show that I hate you. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I just want you to know. You can't even cash in on this because you're going to be dead.
2: (laughs) I mean, but she did cash in on it. She got that gorgeous smoky diamond necklace from Tarquin. Like, Oh, that's just, again, again. And it was an heirloom necklace from the summer court. Get it, girl. (laughs) And she still hooked him over. But it's like, so like she got that and just the, the frustration of her like not wanting to take it, not wanting to do that to him. And she literally... Put the jewel down in front of Resand, is like, let's just tell him what's happening. She tried to be that voice of reason for them. He and just, Resand
0: just resanded. He,
2: re- he yeah. self sabotaged Resand himself.
1: So then he's sitting there all mopey and moody and all like, man man meh. What a guy. And I think eventually significant about this dumbass exchange is that she challenges him. She's like, okay, I'm going to draw a line here. Are you flirting with me? And he says, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when are we going shopping? This is <laughs> hardcore flirt. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it is, yeah, they finally fess up that all this flirting was intentional. Mm-hmm. It's like Pharaoh's been sitting here second guessing it this whole time. Yeah. Like, is he doing it for a distraction? Is, the, is he actually interested in me? Uh, but also, processing the breakup, because that's obviously traumatic and working through those feelings. But she totally calls him out on it. And, you know, it, it was more Amran that made the comments that um, she's one of the few people that was actually able to get Resand out of one of his moods so quickly by threateningly lacy underwear for tarquin oh no
1: I, I love how a lot of these types of books like the big thing is these like men who have this insatiable rage and it's always like some spicy woman that's like calm your titties like
0: yes. <laughs> and they're like wow, let me show you my boobs and make no it better no one
1: ever has told them to calm their titties. It worked! <laughs> How does that happen? Like, <laughs> I think for the longest time, I sort of relate to this. I don't know if you guys have ever had a man in your life that's, like, super no. flirty, but, like, never pulled the trigger or anything like that, and you don't really know if he's into you, if he's just, like, a flirt. Yeah, that's every man. But oh, yes. okay, fair yes. enough.
2: So the last bullet we need to reference is Re-San's nightmares. That, yeah. To realize that Re-San and Farah are literally two sides in the same coin working through their traumas from under
1: another night. trauma bonding i have a question to propose to you ladies oh no Do you think he went to bed with pants on and the nightmare caused him to just shred them apart? Or do you think he just goes commando? I think Maeva thinks that he goes commando. (laughs) I vote commando. Yeah, 100%. So I think Faye was sleeping and then she feels this dark energy and Mm -hmm. uh, it's very like windy
2: and she can't see anything. But she feels that essence of her because it's Rhysand, it's their abilities, the nugget the link. Yeah. yeah. She sees it and she goes out of a room, finds the trail, and it's leading into resand's room. So she wakes him up. Violently. literally ready to slit her throat.
0: Think of how bad he would have felt if he woke up and he just murdered the love of his life. Right. Pretty bad, I imagine. <laughs> I love how that's always like a turning point, though, and then that's when they gaze into each other's eyes now.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> it takes. A minute though like he's still like even when his eyes are open it takes a minute to register that he's Re-oriented. awake and this is Feyre and pretty pretty nasty nightmare mm-hmm. she like grabs her hand and she's like trying to leave and then I think she gives him a kiss on the cheek or a kiss on the forehead he thanks her,
2: yeah he, thanks, he thanks her just, yeah he just thanks
1: her like for being there
2: Hmm,
1: it must be hard for him to accept like love at th- or at least like even consideration I, I don't really know
2: we love broken things. Yeah, he's very
1: he's a very very broken man. Um, and uh and it's just it's just this very tender and It's a
0: sweet moment.
1: I do love cause she sees the tattoos on his knees for the first time because, you know, he has no clothes on. Like. I
0: think his tattoos on his knees are so hot.
1: hmm That's pretty hot. And they're of a mountain with stars, and mm-hmm. she asks him about it, and he it means that he will bow to, to no, no one, one for which for his kingdom. <laughs> I would totally kill Rhysand however that why that would
2: like, keep his kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
1: uh, it's a good scene I think. That's but, sweet.
2: Mm-hmm. But then after weeks and weeks of waiting to hear back from the mortal queens to get the other half of the book they finally make contact. Mm-hmm. And Hannah had to go.
0: I don't actually remember. Bam! It went bad! It, it, like, we we so <laughs>
1: it was not great. Yeah, it went really bad. The queens were a little stuffy and. They basically said, I mean, they all sat down. They're like, hey, war is coming.
2: Like, we know. We don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> That's we, your problem. We can
2: sacrifice a couple of humans to save the rest of us. We're not on this island with y'all. Deal with yeah, it. Yeah, like, I-
0: this is a whole lot of not my problem. Yeah, exactly.
1: Eggs, a thousand percent. Honestly, though,
0: same. Um, if someone came to me, I'd be like, yeah, no. I'm not gonna <laughs> help you. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with that. And,
1: you know, of course, they're like, you know what? It's so important you guys protect these human territories because they're, like, right on the front line. It's where Feyre's family's house is on the line of the wall. That's
0: gone. The
2: queens, they're pretty much saying they're not willing to do it because they know of Sands' reputation precedes him.
0: Oh, yeah, they don't know anything about anything. anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then more is there, and she's trying to, like, I fought in the war. Like, she's using whatever her role was in that last big battle. They fought for the greater good. She's
0: trying to pull on the heartstrings. It turns out they don't have hearts. No.
1: I was really surprised at more. Uh, beca- I was too. Because I was kind of thinking she was going to go a different direction. She's like, just so you know, like, I was there. I fought. There were these badass You know badass I am. And they were way braver than you bitches. The balls, the sheer balls. Like, she's like, the women who stood behind me back then would be ashamed of all of you, is what she said. And uh, I was like, that's really not the best
2: way to stroke their ego. But, you know, you do you. Like- but she knows that she has weight based on what we still don't know of her role in that last war. She knows that she's infamous, mm-hmm. that she has a power and a respect to her name that she tries to wield here, and it surprisingly still didn't work, because
0: they were all very flat. scared of her. It falls flat. hmm They were kind of like, it almost feels like they're being controlled by an outside force, and they were like, yeah, I know what's going to happen if we get involved in this, and it's not going to be good for us, and you're not going to be the winning side. They already have this pre-decided notion of what's going to happen, right. and they're like, I'm just going to go with the lesser of two evils that's going to not fuck me over, and we're all going to die. Yeah.
2: But they, of course don't outright say no to the inner circle and the Archron sisters. They say that if the inner circle can provide some form of good intention, some truth that will I guess reveal how they plan on using the book that they would consider And really not even say yes. Just consider giving the inner circle the other book to defeat. They gave him a
1: carrot. I will say Nesta really impressed the pants off of me. Was
2: it Elaine or Nesta that stood up to the mortal queens too?
1: Well, so it was Nesta who stood up to them. But when they left, Elaine says, I hope they burn in hell. Like,
0: (laughs) Elaine said that. We love the sisters. I
1: I do love the sisters. This was the first time that I actually started to kind of changed my feelings about Nesta because the last time we saw her, she was I hate to say this, a B-T-I-C-I-Nesta She was, <laughs> <laughs> she was a bitch She was awful to favor
0: I am a Nesta, and I yeah. would murder her mm-hmm. and, and fuck, Mary, kill, dead not even thinking yeah. about it.
1: No, she was very mean uh, about Feyre's transformation, about the situation she's, she's putting them in, in. Yeah, she was being... But this was the first time She's Same. like, hey, there are babies over here and families and me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, a very messy reaction. <laughs> I was just very impressed with her. Like, I mean, in this respect, she's just the host. She is just the person who owns the place that
2: they're meeting at. She doesn't have any political sway, you know? She's just there to be there. So now the inner circle has to wrestle with the idea of revealing the location of Valaris for the first time. In order to potentially, like, it's a long shot, in order to potentially get the other half of yeah, the it's book It's not of even
0: breathings. guaranteed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, these women are <laughs>
1: barely willing
2: to play the game, unfortunately.
0: But that's all for now.
2: Yeah.
1: Any uh, final thoughts?
0: was a good section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot coming up.
1: Lots of big shifts, I think. Lots of spice coming. It's about to go down. Yeah. I'm very excited.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
2: we're going to figure out what the mortal queen's intentions are.
0: I mean, obviously they're going to give Valeris away and it's yeah. totally going to go to shit. Yep. That's just a given. They're the gonna, setup is there.
1: Mm-hmm. I have this feeling they're going to be like, oh, cool. Well, we're not giving it to you anyways. they <laughs> for telling us. Peace. Yeah.
0: Peace. And then whatever the setup is, they're handing over their most vulnerable spot.
1: I think that Resand and Feyre are going to like slowly like inch towards that. It's about time. <laughs> threshold. It's about time. <laughs> time, time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think... That uh, we are gonna head out.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. No,
1: Buddy has to go. Thank you so much for reading with us. Swags, what is our next set of chapters? Our
2: next set of chapters will be chapter 41 to the end of section 2, and we will read through chapter 51. 51. That's Ooh. You heard it here. 41 to 51.
0: You heard it. You, you heard it. You heard <laughs> it, Here's it here. Her first. Here's her. <laughs> you just found out as I just found out.
1: Now get yourself some paper cups. Against. gets to- <laughs> Get yourself some paper cuts and get moving. We'll see you next time. All right.
0: Are you guys ready? Bye. bye. Oh, wait, no, we got to do the where we do it in a row. That's all right. Bye. One, bye, two, bye. No. Wait, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>